Hello, hello, happy Friday. I hope y'all have been doing fabulously. Um, and I hope this has been a great, productive, life-changing week for you. Um, it certainly was, or has been for me. Um, the transformation is, is so real. Uh, the freedom is so real. The deliverance is so real. Um, just all glory be to God, man. Um, but I have a prophetic word, a quick prophetic word for y'all. Um, and it's going to be talking, we're going to talk about, you know, it'll all be worth it. That's what God wanted me to just, uh, bring up and talk about just, you know, this, this, you're all that you have been through. It will all be worth it. So I'm going to pray and we're going to get into it. So Father God, I pray that every word that you, uh, that I, I, you know, you have me speak out of my mouth, God will be edifying to the saints, to the body of Christ. Father God, I decrease as you increase Father God, as I prophesy and share the word of the Lord and what is on your heart and what is on your mind for this season, Father God. Um, I just pray God that uh, with my listeners hear this word that they will hope hope will be revived in the mighty name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I you know, I have through this entire year so far, well it's oh, excuse me. It's um you know, we're going to the latter half of this year, but I really just have learned a lot. I've grown a lot. Um, not going to lie, I've complained a lot, but I have to honestly give glory to God for him being so patient with me, um, especially in the area of perfectionism and being a perfectionist, um, if I were to be a little vulnerable some uh give you give y'all some transparency because I just and I do like little chunks at a time because a testimony is being is being written a testimony is forming as I do these episodes behind the scenes uh a testimony a whole story is being written and I don't I don't want to share my entire perfectionism testimony until you know and and, it, and it's almost completed but I don't want to share it until it's time, until God really uh, has me feel led to share on this platform. Other than that, I'm not going to share it just yet because it's too good and it's too transformational. Um, And it's too like I had to this is a giant in my life that I had to cut the head off. OK, you know how David and Goliath, David uh, hit. Uh, Goliath with the slingshot with the rock and stuff in the sling in the slingshot and after he killed Goliath with that he cut off his head he beheaded him so that Goliath was for sure dead right and so um I had to cut the head off of this giant of perfectionism and recently like it's falling it's done like I'm in a new era in my life I am not the same person I was yesterday. Uh, I'm not even joking. I really had to confront 
a lot of demons inside of me. A lot of a, a lot of deliverance has taken place. A lot of cleansing has taken place. Uh, yes, yeah, some tears, um, of course, had to take place too. But I, it's like the healing was one thing, but the transformation is the transformation for me. Like the renewing of my mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It completely and utterly makes sense to me now. More than ever in such a deeper way that scripture. Um, and I... I just... I'm just grateful. I just want God to know, like, you know, this is the best birthday gift I could have ever received. Because my birthday is uh, the 11th, next Wednesday. Um, but this transformation is priceless. It's better than any gift, any material thing I could have received, you know, cause I, I like to go shopping. So I, a shopping spree would be nice. Um, I might do it just a dinner and a movie type of thing with my family, but, oh, and I already got my cake and everything, but that's beside the point. Um, but you know, I had to come to, to grips with, you know, with myself and say like, you know, girl, you're about to be 24, you why would you want to be bound by the same things over fighting the same things over and over and over again and i realize how much perfectionism besides it being torment it's a cycle okay because you're constantly just you're not humbling yourself so meaning like you know you're not embracing your humanity you're not embracing the fact that, you know, you need room to grow. There's always room for improvement because we're human. There's always room for uh, things to get better. You know, practice makes perfect. So there's there is always like some kinks that needs to be corrected and things like that. You know, because we're human, we're flawed. That's just, that's just, you can't change that. That's just the truth. Okay. So. Um, and, and that's part of the reason why we need to uh, crucify our flesh. But that's kind of like a different episode for a different time. But, you know, when you, with perfectionism, it's like when you see that you're flawed or when you see that you're human, you don't like it. Like, you want to do any, any and everything to get away from that because you feel very, I know for me personally, I feel very unsafe whenever... I felt vulnerable whenever I was wrong, whenever I was, whenever I, it showed that I was imperfect, whatever the situation was, um, I felt the first thing I felt was unsafe and I wanted to run to the, like the quickest safety mechanism or something like that. Like it was a, like literally perfectionism was a form of protection for me. And I really had to just admit that cause I, it was so hard to let go. It was so hard. It was like it was more than just being comfortable. But that was that was it too. That was part of it too. I was comfortable, but I also felt more protected and safe than you know than I did in God. And the Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and whoever uh, the righteous you know who run into it are safe. So I felt safer in my own flesh, in my own pride. Of being this perfect Christian, this perfect person. Like, you know, I, I had to realize I had to kill this idol of being a goody two shoes. Now, not to say that, you know, um, that I won't be uh, like, I don't know, like respectful and all that stuff. And, you know, 
obviously be a respectful, polite person. I'm going, I'm going to continue to do that. That's a part of being Christ-like, you know, duh. But for me, good being like a goody two-shoes, like in elementary school, I, um, I wanted to be like, I felt, well, no, I, it felt like I was kind of like, I felt like I was forced to be like this goody two-shoes little girl that can make no mistakes, that can do no wrong, that can, you know, just always listens and always do good and always, you know, just never messes up, all that stuff. But I, I remember, this is where like, it's this kind of rage behind like the perfectionism or something like that. It kind of like started forming um, when I would see like, like how I felt forced to be this goody two shoes little girl. But then I would see like boys and kind of like other girls too, but like mainly like little boys just being reckless, being bad, being like, you know, oh, they, they, you know, in the parents back then, you know, whoopings was still, you know, considered okay, you know, versus now. Um, and I've seen teachers, I've literally have seen teachers, uh, be given permission by parents to whoop the kids. So yeah, uh, and I've seen that. So, um, but you know, it's just like, at the time I was thinking like, Ooh, he gonna get a whooping, he gonna get a whooping. But the thing was, I was so in my mind as a little girl, I finally understand this now why they just stopped, you know, uh, reprimanding like the bad kids. Cause I was just like, man, in my mind as a little girl feeling like you gotta know you gotta, you gotta be this perfect goody two shoes. I was like, wow. So if I mess up, you know, all hell will break loose if I acted like that. But you let a little Tommy, you know, just be just wilding, being bad in the classroom. And he just go to, he just supposed to just go to the corner. Like the, the teacher would just set them in, uh, in a corner on timeout or something like that. And that's all the, the punishment they would get, at least from what I saw. But let, let me, let, but let me mess up. And I just, I feel so guilty. And, and I, I would get, you know, the, you know, the phrase shame on you every now and then and blah, blah, blah. Or you should be ashamed of yourself and stuff like that. It's just, a Christian should not be saying that, by the way. Shame is a demonic spirit. And so when we say shame on you, that's demonic. And that's it. That's the behavior of the cue of the accuser of the brethren. Okay. So anyway, um, and like my apostle says, we should, we should be saying shame off of you, but yeah, shame that phrase, shame on you. I peeped that for a long time, how demonic it was for, I've been peeping that for a, a while now of how demonic that it, that really is. So yeah, shame is shame on you. We need to stop saying that phrase as Christians. We need to stop saying that phrase. I mean, as people period, but especially as Christians. Okay. But anyway, um, I, I was so frustrated at how my standard, right? The standard for me was really high, but the standard for like, for like other black little boys was so low, you know, compared to my standard. And I hated that because it wasn't equal. Like I've, it, it wasn't, uh, consistent, you know, it was very, um, partial. Like it was very hypocritical. It was a very, it, I saw a obvious an obvious double double standard so i um huh i remember thinking that and just feeling so frustrated but now looking back it's like 
you know, the teachers were hard on me and they could have, you know, given me more grace. But nonetheless, like they were hard on me because they cared and they saw my potential and they saw like how much I could be a successful person versus a kid that, you know, you try to you try to reprimand them, you try to discipline them, you try to correct them, and they're still being rebellious. And so when the, te- when the teacher or whoever your mentor is, when they decide to give up on you, that's, that's when you know you're going into some bad territory. That's when you know, okay, there is something my, about myself that has to change. Okay, because listen, a mentor or a teacher is not going to waste their time with you. Okay, not a not a good one, not a professional one. And rightfully so, because time is money. Okay, you cannot be wasting your mentor's time or your teacher's time doing whatever you want and doing whatever you please and I'm being submitted to them and doing what they tell you to do. Okay, um, I learned that in college, honestly, because I was going through some depression. I was going through anxiety. I was going through a lot of emotional stuff in college, a lot of mental torment. Um, uh, I, I, man, I was very like mentally sick. I was mentally sick. So I say all of this to say, like, I'm giving y'all like a good chunk of my journey because well, one, I feel led to, <laughs> but then two, but just, just to see like all that I went through and to maybe like how you can in your life, just, you know, let this mirror your life and how, you know, when you reflect back over your life and just seeing like all that you have went through thus far, like, and you're still here and you're still alive. That's saying something, especially like we get, I had to tell uh, somebody else this, like, you know, we got to realize like, you know, the, and this person is around my age, um, with me turning 24 and, and them being on turning 24 in a couple of months, like, I told them, like, you know, we are millennials. We're in our still, we're still in our 20s. But to say that when we come across our 24th birthday, like, we are, we can say that I am 24 and I've lived through a pandemic. Okay. We have to, we have the privilege to say that. We have the honor to say, I'm 24 and I have lived through a pandemic. Like, I never thought I would be able to say that at 24. I never thought, just out, if a pandemic was going to happen, man, I expected it to be when I was, like, (laughs) way older, like, middle age, like, 40, 50-ish. You know, this is the type of stuff that you see in history books, the stuff like the the COVID pandemic, okay? Because there was the, the influenza pandemic, right? And then before, and then the more... Modern times, uh, there was the, uh, the swine flu, the Ebola, uh, outbreak in the, the Ebola was way scarier than COVID. So the fact that we survived through the Ebola and that was nothing compared to this with COVID, that's saying a lot. Um, but yeah, I say all that to say, like, I hope that you can look back over your life and just see that, you know, Throughout all the struggles, all the pain, all the blood, sweat, and tears, you're still here. And you're about to see, like kind of what I just recorded uh, a couple of days ago, you're go- You're about to see why it was all worth it. Because it will be worth it. It will be worth it. I keep saying the scripture 
But this is what God keeps obviously emphasizing and pressing upon me to tell my listeners that the sufferings of this past time will not compare to the glory that is to come. Guys, you can't give up. You're too close. You're way, we are way too close. Okay. I don't know about you, but I feel, I just feel like something is about to like burst open in the spiritual realm. And it's, it's like, it's, it's literally just about to pop for the lack of a better word. Like it's literally about to just bust open, but we cannot afford to give up. Okay. Continue to get healed by God. Continue to, you know, look inside yourself and see what needs to be changed. But if I be a prophet of God, instruction is coming. Okay. Instructions are coming for the next move, for the next wave of your life, for the next phase of your life. And, um, guys, get ready. Keep your ear to God. You know, keep your ears open because you don't know what he's going to drop in your spirit to tell you what to do uh, for the next, you know, move in your life, for the next uh, thing, for the next opportunity, the next open door, what what have you. You know, it could be a relocation. It could be another job. It could be a new opportunity for a job. It could be a promotion. Uh, you know, as I know with the righteous, this is our time for elevation. I see it. I see it. And I know it. It's just, it's written all over us. The ones who have been faithful, the ones who have been obedient, the ones who've been submitted, the ones who've been consecrated, the ones who've been fasting and praying, the one who has been interceding and and falling on their face and being on their face before God, praying, the ones who have just been diligent and loyal to God and faithful to God. Like he will not, in Hebrews it says, he is not unjust to forget your labor of love. So trust and believe your rewards are coming. Okay. I was telling you now, if I be transparent, I was telling God the other day, like, dang it, you know, God, I want my rewards. <laughs> I deserve my reward. And he was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But just wait on me. <laughs> just wait on me. Okay. Um, so I hope this, that this encouraged you, but not only that, but like, drives you to just keep going and to not let the enemy get any inch or any territory of your soul right now especially of your mind because the devil loves to drive people insane and to make people think that you know whatever prophecies that you heard whatever promises of God that you heard are a figment of your imagination and they're not God really said what he said and he will stick by his word he return he watches over his word to perform and it will not return unto him void. So, y'all, like, be encouraged. Stay faithful. Stay obedient. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And he is supposed to flee. Okay? But, yeah, I just pray, God, that to... I pray that the Lord will, um, will just hold your hand. I'll, I'll pray for us right now. Father God, I just pray that you hold my listeners' hands, Father God, as you continue to walk them through the tail end of this journey. Because it is about to be over. This this waiting period, this struggle period, this period that has been rough and rigorous and strenuous on you, 
it's about to be over in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, for every single listener that has listened to this podcast. And I pray, Father God, that not only will their hope will be uh, revived, but it will be restored again piece by piece so that nothing will be missing, nothing lacking. There will, there will be peace. Hallelujah. There will be the peace that surpasses all understanding on the inside of them. No matter what's going on in the world, no matter what's going on outside of the body of Christ, we have the peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's what the world craves. That's what celebrities crave. That's what a lot of successful people outside of God crave. So I, I thank you, Father God, for being the Prince of Peace. For your son, for, well, no, for you being Jehovah Shalom. And your son being the Prince of Peace, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you, God, that you want us to, that you want us, that you want to make us stronger, you know, even in ways that we don't like, even in ways that, you know, we rather not go through and and the, the, the things that we rather not deal with, Father God, it's going to be necessary for somebody else to hear our testimony going through certain things in our lives, Father God. It's going to be all worth it. And I thank you, God, for your plan just coming together with how you're using each and every one of us in the body, God, to not only minister to each other, but we're supposed to go out into all the world and spread the gospel. So I pray, God, that, you know, revival is about to hit America. And I know it. Um, So I just pray, God, that, you know, there will be hearts ready to receive you know from the satanist to the backslider um from the person that's going to church you know every sunday to the person that has dealt with church hurt and doesn't go to church you know but they still love you i just pray god that lives are about to be transformed i just pray that god you know as you transform people's lives that they'll see everything they'll see your hand in everything that you went that they went through and that that they'll see that you know you were with them the entire time that you had the you were uh let me see you had the power to pick them back up when they didn't want to you know they didn't they wanted to drop the ball they didn't want to keep going you are the light at the end of our tunnel father god so i just thank you god for everything that you're doing and everything that you're about to do because it will be humongous it's not even going to be just big it's going to be enormous gargantuan what's finna happen in in all of our lives so i just thank you father god in jesus name amen but yeah y'all be encouraged it's it's worth it it's worth it it is worth it all that you went through every single thing good bad and ugly that you went through it'll you'll see god's hand in it someday someday real soon and you will see it's worth it it everything was worth it i know it sounds crazy now i know it's just like you know i'm in pain i I hate what i'm going through it will be worth it it will be worth it it's worth it is worth it it's not about the destination it's always about the journey okay so um, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord God, I repent. I believe in the Son you sent. He died on the cross just for me. 
to heaven I'll go, to heaven I'll be. And you are saved. Hallelujah. Um, read your word. Read the word of God. Um, ask God what church he wants you to go to. And um, fall in love with Jesus Christ. Right? And may you be all that God has authentically called you to be. Okay? If you want to sow into my uh, cash app. You can do so at dollar sign, capital S-I-D-N-I, capital G. Again, that's S-I-D-N-I, capital G. You can donate for uh, to the podcast platform for a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars at anchor.fm slash Sydney, S-I-D-N-I dash P-P. Again, that's anchor.fm slash S-I-D-N-I dash P-P. You can donate for a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Um, monthly and um, we're only on Facebook at Sydney's Prophetic Podcast Mondays, Friday, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I love you all. Please be encouraged and I will see you next week. Bye.